0: Are you confident you are well prepared for retirement? Well, stay with us, because we're going to talk about how do you create and enjoy a carefree entire retirement? And we want to explore and explode some myths that relate to retirement planning.
2: Hello and welcome into Podcast 101 from Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade, founder, managing director of this firm and in the financial services arena for years specializing in retirement planning. Fred holds a PhD in economics from Duke University and Fred, we're getting closer and closer to Podcast 104. We decided that would officially be the two-year anniversary of this podcast and I know you've got a a really big thing planned for the podcast staff, the engineers, the the writers, and uh, everyone who works on this podcast, we'll have a, a little a little soiree.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> we're, we're going to have some cake and uh, cookies, some non alcoholic uh, beverages.
2: Okay, that and then so, and I heard it's not true about any uh, you know old uh, bands from reuniting from the '60s or anything. Is that that's a rumor, <laughs> isn't it? I think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you,
0: you, but so it's maybe, gonna be good. Can well, you? maybe get some <clears throat> some some old uh, uh, fiddle stumper who, who might uh, play <laughs> the or two. We'll see. If, okay. If, if somebody's available.
2: All right. Good. I I do look forward to it. We're three podcasts away from that. Um, hard to believe it's been two years. In fact, if you go to MoneyMattersUSA.net, dot uh, net, you can scroll through all the podcasts there, the, the other 100 podcasts there. And there's a description for each. Just click the podcast tab. You'll get the description for each one, a little write-up on it, and I know you're going to see topics that will be of interest to you. Well, you said it, Fred. Are you prepared to retire uh, with confidence? Um, we're going to look at avoiding regrets uh, in retirement. We're going to look at, as you said, we're gonna, you're going to do some myth-busting here, too. Uh, maybe start with your savings effort. Now, we can't build a time machine, and the old saying, I think, goes uh, – the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. So, I mean, it's nothing we can do about the past, but um, we don't want to have any regrets going forward about how we save for retirement. What what are some strategies that we can do now, even for late starters?
0: Well, I, I, the single most important thing that, that you can do is create a budget, examine your budget, Try to squeeze out unnecessary spending. So if, for example, you are deficit spending, try, try, to, try to get to neutral. In other words, you're going to live within your income. Pay down credit card debt. That's your highest priority. Mm-hmm. And after you do that, start saving. Uh, treat saving as a bill. A bill that you pay to yourself, and wh- I, I, it doesn't matter whether it's a dollar, ten dollars, whatever it is. Put put that put that away. It may have to be, you know, just in a savings account at, at a local bank. It's it's not. You don't even care about uh, the amount of interest. You're just trying to get the discipline, and then as that builds up, then then you can start thinking about how to how to invest uh, that money. So th- this is this is the, these are the, the two things that you have to do: create that budget, get get to neutral, and then start uh, then start saving. And as you pointed out, the biggest regret in every single survey, the biggest regret is that people didn't start saving early enough; they didn't save enough. And they got to retirement, and they were totally, completely unprepared for retirement because they didn't do a test run, a trial run, to see if if their plan, uh, whatever it was, uh, was actually going to work. And they left themselves with no margin, no leeway to to test it out and make revisions uh, in in the in the plan. The another consideration is is that. There's normally a division of labor between spouses. One spouse handles the finance, the other spouse uh, does not. And it's not always clear that both spouses are on the same page when it comes to what type of retirement they want, when do they want to retire, if they're going to retire, what they're going to do in retirement, what their lifestyle uh, is is going uh, is going to be and th- these are the things that need to be discussed and and talked out and and come to some kind of resolution on on what retirement is uh, going to going to be like uh, sometimes the advisor can help uh, sometimes the advisor uh, may find that uh, the couple needs some kind of counseling uh, and And uh, you have to postpone uh, further conversation until they resolve their issues in counseling and then you can come back in and you can resume the uh, conversation uh, sometimes you don't sometimes they just have to argue it out, and that's the point that you leave the room. The advisor leaves the room and let them settle it uh, among themselves it's uh, you you that's this is not a place for you to intervene because they're going home together they're not going with them so you don't want to be in that center <laughs> ring. never get into the center ring uh, with with uh, with a couple who are in the dispute uh, or, or having uh, an argument about, uh, about about what their priority should be let them work it out they'll work it out
2: they will. And for most, they probably already talked about it. Uh, But although I know you also work with couples who haven't been married that long and maybe they just got married.
0: That's true. Uh, Some, uh, sometimes it could be a second marriage. Some uh, for both spouses, it might be for one spouse or perhaps they, they, they both got married at, uh, at, you know, at later ages. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. And, and that, Presents uh, interesting uh, issues be, because um, if the, if there's a significant age difference uh, between the spouses, and don't always assume that, that the that the male, the husband, is in in the relationship is going to be older uh, than the wife. Uh-huh. Uh, that may not be true. The the wife could very well be older. Than uh, than the husband and I have a number of clients where where that in fact is is the case so that that may uh, accelerate the priority about about, um, uh, you know about travel or things that involve physical you know activity because that age difference may be great enough that that there's only uh, a certain a certain window certain amount of time that they have uh, for. Let's say you know, travel or camping or hiking or whatever it might be that involves significant physical uh, activity uh, and and that has to be done you know while while both of them are are able uh, you know to do that. Um, one of the things that we try to do, and uh, we've worked very hard to educate ourselves in how to do that. You know, is, is to uh, get people to think about, and this is very difficult for them to do, to think about their future self because you don't you normally don't recognize your future self. So there's a study that was done uh, at uh, Boston University in, in which um, graduate students, were asked to uh, to envisage their future self, uh, five years, ten years, twenty years, thirty years out. And in the uh, uh, descriptions that they wrote, they never referred to themselves. They always referred to he or her or she or they. Mm-hmm. So that shows you the difficulty that people have uh, in in doing that, in, in 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 being able to think about themselves far into the future because they don't recognize that person. It's not them. So you have to think about shorter goals. And and think about setting up some goalposts, some mileposts, goal mile so that they can live into that. So it's it's not as threatening uh, as uh, as trying to think about what your what life is going to be like 30 years from, from now. That that's very hard for people uh, to do because that's a person that doesn't now exist. So that that's a big challenge but but again it, it can be it can be done in in, in small increments uh, because it, it you ha- it becomes necessary to do that in order to have discipline uh, at least at this point in, in saving and and the, and the other thing that that has to be discussed and clearly explained is the problem of sequence of, of risk uh, it, David Blanchett, who's now with uh, CMIG, uh, PMIG rather, Prudential, uh, in 2013, he, he co-wrote a, a paper. Uh, he wasn't with Morningstar yet uh, on, uh, on sequence of risk. And what the paper demonstrated is that sequence of risk exists all the time and, and it exists in bursts. Uh, and and th- this is this is important because that it's from this concept that you get the need to, to manage risk and and manage the, the downside and manage losses. So that that's an absolute uh, imperative and and we can help people uh, with that so that they can, first of all, so that they can see how much risk they're actually taking, which is usually an enormous surprise for them. And then second of all, uh, 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 show them and and have them see and, and understand uh, and so they can internalize it—the uh, absolute necessity of, of limiting, of limiting risk be, be, uh, and, and drawdowns be, because of the uh, time necessary to recover—and and that's a deal killer. That, that's that's the second thing that will kill your retirement: uh, not having a budget, not not planning for for uh, for income, and, and then not uh, not understanding the, how um, how risk. Uh, is is actually uh, a, a deal killer uh, for you, and that risk needs to be managed.
2: You uh, find couples in your years now coming to you um, with both uh, not to say equal interest, but um, higher interest on both parties' part, because I mean, sometimes the the women are more savvy, sometimes the men are more interested in the finances. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not uh, in some households the woman handles the money, In other households the the man uh, handles the, the money. It's it's not uh, it's not necessarily male dominated. Uh, no, if, you know, any, any
2: long. Um, it's not but, Ward uh, Cleaver coming in to set up the retirement for himself in June, yeah.
0: Right, <laughs> no, that, that's right. This uh, is not Father Knows Best, right? Uh, any, <laughs> any longer, you know. The uh, uh, you know, this, this, uh, what, what they, what do they call it, fast burst internet now, uh, which is which I didn't know what that was, I had to look it hmm. up. Um, and basically, all that all that really is is th- there's more than a thousand streaming video, and you can you can watch the Johnny Carson channel. You you can watch uh, Ozzy and Harriet, uh, for example, any of those shows from from the nineteen you know fifties, uh, and and they're all on these. And and then you have whatever your interest might be. However narrow it might be, there's a channel for you. I mean, I was, um, we use uh, Roku in, in our house as our, a as our delivery um, vehicle. And I, I was just going to. Ro- I went to Roku Live the other the other day, and I couldn't get over it. There's more than a thousand and one channels, and I, kn- yeah. I didn't get to <laughs> but but I, I got to a couple of hundred. <clears> throat> maybe throat> about three hundred and fifty. And I said, I cannot believe how how much content there is. You know, it's a- always out too there. much. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean wh- whatever you name it, there. Well, this. They don't have a perversion channel, so it's not quite
2: uh, true. Uh, Well, you know, I grew up with three channels, as I'm sure you did, uh, yeah. just three, and uh, maybe four counting PBS, but basically the CBS, ABC, NBC affiliates. But really, technically, my growing up, there was only one channel, and that was the one my parents wanted to watch. So I learned to love what they wanted to watch.
0: You know, I can't get over it. I mean, as a kid, i I sit at the television set, that little Dumont, you know, with the a- and screen cathode ray tube and watch
2: the screen pattern. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, mother you, would say, what are you doing? Did you have this? I said, waiting you? for I it to, to sign on. on. <laughs> <laughs> I remember waking up to snow. To, and I also remember that I'm the one who had to get up and walk to the TV to turn the thing on top of the TV that turned the antenna on top of the house when we changed channels, which yes. I also had to do. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, I mean, yeah. All sorts of crazy things uh, with the aluminum foil. <laughs> oh yeah, and the rabbit ears. Absolutely,
2: man. It is. You can't explain that to kids these days. I no, mean, they they just don't no, get it. No,
0: uh, I I I had a um, a a um, antenna receiver uh, on an old stereo set. We 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 donated it uh, to a uh, to a not for profit, mm-hmm. and one of my granddaughters said.
2: What is that? <laughs> she is too big to be an ear cleaner. So what is it? <laughs> well, they don't even know what a dial tone is, so, you know, no. or, or a busy signal. Listen, uh, we
0: had a party line, uh, uh, so I mean, we, we uh, I try to explain that to my grand to one of my granddaughters. She looked at me.
2: Like you had three heads, I'm sure. Yeah, she had yeah. no idea what I was yeah. talking about. And that was Yeah, we that... did. We we had a party line for for years. We never had one, but I knew of people who did have party lines. That's wild. That is why times have changed so much, so fast. Really, um, in, in the whole scheme of things, in in and so has retirement. Retirement has. Fred, as I mentioned, is a retirement specialist. A couple of things you can do to reach out to Fred. I'll just mention uh, that you can call Fred at 800 593 8188. You can also visit the website moneymattersusa.net. And uh, definitely, if you go there, click that red light on the dashboard tab. Uh, Another regret or another early mistake could be, uh, again, it goes back to your spending, spending too much, too early. And, you know, you've talked about having that spending plan uh, in place.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, some people have conflicting uh, objectives. In other words, they they want to they want to do extensive traveling uh, overseas. Uh, all, uh, they want to um, buy a trailer uh, and, 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 tra- and travel in and camp uh, throughout the United States. So that's two years uh, or maybe two and a half, depending. <clears throat> and then they also want to, they've decided they're going to stay in the house. Too many happy memories of kids and grandkids visit. So they're now going to put money into the house. They're going to renovate the the house. So now all of a sudden we have 300, $325,000, hundred twenty-five, three hundred fifty thousand in cash that's now out that they're that they're talking about. That that's pretty excessive mm-hmm. uh, to start with. So my usual suggestion is: look, rent a, rent the trailer, See if you like it. You know, and, and like, if both if both spouses are you know very easy to get along with, very mm-hmm. outward, like to make friends, that might work. Very but good. if one or both of them are not particularly friendly, uh, they're not hostile, but they're not particularly friendly. In other words, they get to the campsite, and what they want to do is set up and, and then watch television. Um, that's that is not that is not going to work. That's an expensive. Uh, mistake, and so why not do the why not do the traveling? Um, you know, rent rent the thing and see if it works. You might find that it doesn't, uh, and then you you've saved yourself from a hundred thousand dollar mistake, uh, and then go on and, and do your traveling, and and then when you come back, um, then reassess how much you need to do on the house. What is actually, you know, necessary and so maybe you know so maybe th- that has to be looked at maybe you want to reassess that maybe you want to live in the same town the same section or maybe a different section of town at, at a lower cost maybe you don't and maybe you want to rethink how much money you want you want to sink you know into the house particularly if uh, you know if you're unwilling to separate the equity you know from the market value of the house uh, if uh, because equity the uh, equity that you have in the house earns nothing it's a dormant mm-hmm. asset so if you're not willing to to separate that and, and let the equity grow separate from the market value of the house then you really have to think very carefully do I want to sink this money and in you know in in, in a financial statement equity in the house is not considered to be you know a, a, uh, a an asset in uh, you know it, it took quite a bit to to get Finner to even uh, agree that that a, a reverse mortgage was was appropriate uh, and so no uh, there's no I don't know of any methodology that that lets you count uh, home equity as an available asset
2: mm-hmm
0: so okay. Well, I mean, there, there, there um, uh, Ivansky, uh, in, in his concept of bucket theory, uh, does does have all his clients obtain a reverse mortgage, and, and he he looks at at, at um, you know home equity uh, as an available asset. But I'm I'm not sure how many other people you know follow Ivansky's uh, model of of doing that. So. Uh, It may just be a narrow point uh, for his his clients, though uh, he's not shy about letting people know what he's doing.
2: Well, there is more to come. A quick break, but uh, Fred is still going to get into what's your magic number, that number being in what's your age to retire, maximizing Social Security and proactive tax strategies still to come on Money Matters USA. Earthquakes, tornadoes,
0: and fire.
2: These are serious situations that we plan in advance for. The volatility of the market can be just as devastating. Get a plan meant to last, properly balanced, fully customized. That way, when a market correction does occur, you'll be ready. Call Fred Sade at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. back it's money matters usa consumer advocate dave perkins with fred Sade, founder managing director of the firm money matters usa a fiduciary with a phd in economics from duke university and years of experience in the financial arena a retirement specialist that is fred moneymattersusa.net is the website you can click uh, for podcast and pull up the uh, other 100 podcasts, either via Apple or Amazon. The the link's right there if you click podcast. Also, on the podcast tab, if you want to submit a question to Fred and stump him, you can go to Stump the Guru. Plenty more of those questions coming up in the year, and click the red light program. That's at moneymattersusa.net. What is the why are we wired to think 65 is the retirement age? I mean, it was at one time the Social Security uh, for retirement age. It still is Medicare. Is that, why is that, though, burned into our psyche as the retirement age?
0: No, be, be, because that, that is, you're right, it, it is Social Security um that when when Bismarck created the system in Germany he picked 65 as the retirement age when when 40 was average life expectancy uh, right so, it, 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 it was it, well it was done there as a as a weapon against the social Democrats and, and against unionization uh, The social Democrats wanted pensions so Bismarck finally gave in and said okay you have a pension but nobody's gonna nobody's gonna, gonna get it, get it. yeah. yeah. So Roosevelt, huh. well, Roosevelt adopted sixty-five when sixty-two was the was the was average life expectancy yeah. Yeah, in once the again. United States. So yeah, it it is Social Security sixty-five or, or sixty-six, and and then you have this arbitrary. Oh, you need a million three mm-hmm. uh, up from a million due to inflation is the argument uh, in order to retire successfully. Th- that th- there's no there's absolutely no truth. Uh, you know, to that, uh, it, it really depends on on where you live. Uh, uh, I mean, if, if you live in the Midwest, for example, your housing cost is is relatively low, uh, and um, that's that really drives a very significant portion, you know, of your budget. If you live in the Northeast, housing is is one third to thirty five percent, sometimes even forty percent. You know, of your budget, your net after-tax take-home—that—that that is a huge chunk uh, of of uh, of your uh, spendable, disposable income. So it, it makes a huge difference. Uh, and also, what type of lifestyle uh, are you uh, going uh, going to uh, going to have? Um, we we now have um, significant research that the um, smile diagram is wrong. Uh, This this is a peer-reviewed paper uh, that was published at the National Bureau of Economic Research. As I've said many times, that is the absolute gold standard in this country uh, for the highest quality of research. And we now know that the smile diagram is incorrect. I'm not saying that people are not going to continue to use it, it, but it is wrong. Uh, and what we've also found from that research paper is that the, the, while the concept of the go-go, slow-go, no-go uh, is still is still valid, what we don't have is the um, extent of the spending that we thought that we had in those three periods, especially in, in the no-go years, where where the spending is uh, is five six percent less. Uh, than than the smile diagram uh, uh, would 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 predict, so uh, you have to, in, in other words, it's not a smile; it's just a gradually sloping line that goes up and and goes down and then gradually uh, goes up. But 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 it doesn't it doesn't go straight up, and uh, as as the smile diagram would would have us would have us think. So that that leads us to to recognize that uh, you know that we have to look very carefully, you know at, at what our sources of income are, what our, what, our, um, what our income goals are. Now I, all of this sounds very rational, but it, but it may not be rational because we got plenty of research. We've got a ton of research that shows that people's attitude towards money is highly behavioral. And it goes back to what their attitudes of money were that they were raised in. So somebody who was raised in a home where, where money was very tight uh, and, and choices had to be made constantly on, on what you could buy, what you can spend money on, where clothing had to be, be shared, where maybe you never got a new um, you know, shirt or pair of shoes when you were a kid, um, you know, you're, you're going to you're gonna be very careful about how you spend money. And somebody else came from an affluent home where, where, or a wealthy home, they're going to have a very different attitude toward money. That's one of the issues that need to be reconciled among, among spouses, uh, what their attitude is for money. So when, when folks come in, in our, in our first uh, meeting, which usually runs about two hours, uh, that's a lot of what our conversation is about, uh, so that we can find out what those attitudes are. And uh, some people, some people, in fact, need permission to spend in retirement. They just can't get from accumulation to, to income and deaccumulation. But uh in more general terms, you want to maximize Social Security because that's an enormous amount of, of, of money that is coming in, and you, you don't want to shortchange yourself. You want to get everything that you're uh, entitled to, and if you can agree to a deferral strategy, it doesn't have to be both spouses. One spouse could defer. The higher-earning spouse wants to defer, and the lower-earning spouse uh, would not defer. And they would they would claim uh, and the other thing uh, is that um, uh, that once we run it through our software, uh, maybe 70 isn't the optimal age. M- maybe it's uh, maybe it's 69. Uh, y- you don't really know. You, you have to also look at longevity. Uh, how long does this money have to last? Uh, and the estate value of the money, the legacy value. And you also have to say, well, you um, you know what is the maximum amount that that you can gain or get based on expectations of life expectancy and that you know, and again, we, society of actuaries, longevity calculator is a very good measure, and you have to look at joint expectancy. And the same thing for social security. What's the joint maximum amounts that that we're looking for? What what's optimal? And then, um, uh, you know, what what do we need to do if we're going to have a deferral? What are, what other are assets can we use short term, uh, you know, to plug that gap uh, until we can turn social security on for for both. Uh, both spouses. The other thing is we have to we have to look at risk which I mentioned in the first segment and we have to look at taxes because taxes are an enormous expense in retirement especially if, if the bulk or all your money is in tax deferreds uh, you could be in a higher bracket in retirement than you were during your during your working years and and we create a, we use software that creates a tax map in which we deconstruct your tax return and, and you can see, how, what you're paying in in the different brackets and how Social Security distorts uh, taxation uh, and and how the tax code uh, actually changes to your disadvantage, uh, you know, once you turn Social Security on, it's another reason why we try to defer Social Security so we don't have to deal uh, with the with the tax torpedo, which is a real thing, tax torpedo, tax bazooka, uh, and the, the other thing is. You know, uh, Morningstar, uh, which is, uh, you know, the father, the father of indexing, tells us that, that uh, a, a, an advisor really knows what they're doing, uh, will, will add 5% uh, to your assets, and your assets will last longer. So, you know, Morningstar, uh, not Morningstar, Nate, <laughs> Vanguard, I'm sorry, uh, Vanguard uh, provide, provided in their latest value of an advisor study. It's vanguard that provided that five percent number up from three percent. And what is the advisor doing? The advisor is creating the plan and holding you accountable so that you don't panic and run uh, you know at the at the first sign of of trouble, which is why people don't earn uh, the the don't earn the the amount that they ought to earn because at the first sign of trouble they they run and they get out of the market now I'm not saying you have that uh, you know the argument that oh, if you miss the highest uh, three four or five days it's the end of the world it's not because bull markets last a long time bear markets do not so if you don't catch the first week you'll catch the second week and, and there on um, but you know t- uh, taxes fees uh, these are these are these are deal killers uh, and if you equate that, Uh, To to assets, you can then see, uh, you know, what your what your uh, exposure uh, is and how much money you are you are losing. So um, uh, detailed tax planning, uh, comprehensive income planning. uh, That's what I do. and, And that's that those are imperatives. Uh, to to help you uh, enjoy uh, retirement, you, you don't want to spend your retirement worrying about money. No, uh, you 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 want you want to get up and you want to feel good about 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 your life. You'll live longer. You'll live happier. Mm-hmm. You'll you live. Pe- people who worry about who who are nervous, worry generate a lot of a lot of bad a lot of bad stuff, and that uh, that shortens your life. And and you want to enjoy it. I mean, this is this is. You know, retirement is not the end of something. It's the beginning of a next part. It's the next part of your life. And you want to enjoy that.
2: And you should. You should. And we mentioned how times have changed. Retirement has changed. And it certainly can be beneficial to work with a fiduciary who is a retirement specialist. So that's Fred. And so, again, to reach out to Fred, 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. The website, moneymattersusa.net, moneymattersusa.net. Click that red light on the dashboard. Click that podcast. Hit up that uh, on the podcast, the drop down for Stump the Guru. Get a question in. Try to stump Fred. He'll make it worth your while. And so closing out podcast 101, we are getting closer to the two-year anniversary of this podcast. And that technically is podcast 104. So that's going to be a good one and, and well, a, a big party we're going to throw here as we're recording the podcast. Well, Fred, uh, we'll get back together next week. Yes, we will. Hope you're with us for Money Matters USA.